0: This US Open preview on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by Winbet. Bet $100 at Winbet and get a $100 free bet. Head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Winbet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T. To claim your free bet today. We're also brought to you by SGP and Fantasy. Dominate your draft with the free SGPN Draft Kit. Just go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash draft kit. And the free roll football contest is back and better than ever. Five thousand dollars is up for grabs in our free NFL contest and fifteen hundred dollars in our brand new college football contest. Sign up exclusively in our Discord. It's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Discord. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Discord.
1: A lot has changed since 1881. From grass to clay to hard quartz. Talent has emerged, and champions have become legends. As the game has grown, history has continued to be written in the city that never sleeps. We've witnessed some of tennis's most amazing moments and sports' most inspiring stories. For 35 years, players have flourished at the fourth and final Grand Slam of the year entertaining the world's greatest fans on the world's greatest stage. As Arthur Ashe Stadium celebrates its 25th anniversary, this year at the U.S. Open, a spectacular obits. From the greats of the game to our new stars, never has the potential competition been more thrilling. 256 men's and women's singles players. Two weeks of non-stop action, all for the chance to be crowned champion of New York. It's time for icons to resurface. It's time for newcomers to shine. It's time for the 2022 U.S. Open.
0: You are listening to your U.S. Open tennis preview here on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network, you can follow the Sports Gambling Podcast Network on Twitter at the SGP Network, that's at the SGP Network, you can follow me on Twitter at LockBetting.com that's at LockBetting.com I'm also the host of the Soccer Gambling Podcast, you can follow the Soccer Gambling Podcast on Twitter at SGP Soccer, that's at SGP Soccer. So moving on with this US Open futures preview, we're only going to be deep delving into the men's side of the draw. I find the women's side too uh, too difficult to call early doors. I have a couple of picks here and there. All of my official picks will be going out on my website lockbetting.com. I'll be breaking down this tournament every single day. We've made money now in 11 Grand Slams in a row. And with the women's side of the draw, I like to take a look and see approach. For the US Open last year, I was able to put a pick out on Emma Raducanu to, to win the tournament as a big price future and was able to take her round by round as she continued to be priced up as an underdog until she got to the semifinals. And the same thing happened at Wimbledon this year in terms of Rybakina. Um, looking at the way she was playing, she was just hitting through the ball. She wasn't phased by the occasion. And for me, she was worth a futures pick. And in the end, of course, came through and ended up winning Wimbledon. So that has worked out for me better as opposed to taking a pick early doors. I, I pretty much sway away from all women's tennis, even in terms of match picks. Yes, if there's a significant error by the books, I try and pick up on it. But overall, I think it's best to stay away from this. The women's The women's game is far more difficult. The men's game is a little bit more clear cut. Yes, there are upsets, of course. Otherwise, we would just be piling in with seven or eight leg parlays and just cashing day by day. It's a lot more difficult than that. But I do find if you do the work, if you do the research, if you look at the surface advantages, if you look at the head-to-head records, if you look at the form coming in, all of the usual stuff, if you do the work, you will reap the rewards in the men's game far more than the the lottery that can be women's tennis. So moving on with these men's outright markets, Novak Djokovic isn't in the tournament. That is the big controversy. At the Australian Open, I decided to put out a futures card and didn't really do too much through the tournament. I wasn't watching it. I was pretty appalled by the way the whole thing played out. It hasn't been as bad with this. Obviously, it's bad in a different way in terms of... um, US players can play the tournament whether they're vaccinated or not. And there are really no health reasons now for an unvaccinated player not to play. So we've come a lot further than we were in Australia. So it's really stupid now that he can't play. But at the same time, USA, the US haven't treated him like an animal, like the way Australia did, because that was really degrading and unnecessary. That was inhuman what happened there. This, This hasn't happened here. That's not the same. Yes, in some ways, this is worse because it's completely illogical. Unvaccinated US players will play. Um, The guidelines for the vaccinated and the unvaccinated are the same. Novak Djokovic is probably the healthiest man on the fucking planet. So there's no logic here. It's stupid. It doesn't make any sense. But he didn't travel to the USA and and then then got deported to make a political statement. In, In January, he was used as a political statement. He was allowed in and then deported. And the feeling was that it was done on purpose. He was basically treated like shit. And I think that's what got people's back up. And that's what got me so angry. I wasn't angry about this. I'm not angry about this. I think it's stupid. Yes. And I think he should play. And I think it ruins the tournament to have the, the best player of all time not playing in it. But we all knew that. It was coming. In fact, Goran Ivanizovic even made a sarcastic comment about it a while back after Wimbledon. He said it, he was more likely to to play and win the tournament than, than Novak being allowed to play it. So, so yeah, we, we all knew it was coming. As I said, in some ways, it's much stupider and worse. And um, in other ways, it's not because, obviously, there wasn't that humiliation factor involved this time like there was when we looked at Australia. So with Djokovic out of the tournament... Last year's champion Daniel Medvedev becomes the the favourite He's a short favourite here at seven to four. I think that's very, very short, given Daniel Medvedev's record against top ten players. Then you have Rafael Nadal coming in at four to one. Obviously the the asterisk there is the injury record. Otherwise Nadal could be the favourite to win this tournament. I, I never really take Nadal injuries seriously. If he's there and he's playing, he knows how to navigate his own injuries. He's an expert at it. He's been dealing with it for a long time. Then you have Carlos Alcaraz at five to one. His year has kind of not gone off a cliff. But the hype has kind of died down. I'm surprised to see him so short here. I'm surprised to see Nick Kyrgios so big here at 10 to 1. He's fourth in the market, probably because he has a difficult draw and probably because of um, his fourth round match against Daniel Medvedev. We're going to lose one of those two in the fourth round. Tissapas at 12 to 1. Sinner 18 to 1. Taylor Fritz at 20 to 1. Matteo Barrettini at 25 to 1. Cameron Norrie 28 to 1. Felix Alias Sim at 28 to 1. Bernard Koric 33 to 1, Herbert Husk 33 to 1, Rublev 50 to 1, Casper Rudd 66 to 1, and everybody else is 100 to 1 or bigger. I don't have any significant lean for the winner of this tournament. I think at 4 to 1, you have to blindly play Rafa Nadal because you can never trust what this guy says about his injuries. Also, he can come into the Australian Open with three matches under his belt because he was supposed to be injured, and he can still win it on the same surface. So with that said, it doesn't matter to me how much tennis Nadal has played. He is in the draw. Whether he's injured or not, he will find a way to wrap up, ice up, inject, do whatever he needs to do. And for me, it automatically becomes a blind play because when you're in the trenches – And when you have to dig deep, Rafa Nadal finds a way to win. And he finds a way to get into the heads of all of these players. Even someone like Nick Kyrgios. Nick Kyrgios has the perfect game to win this tournament. And also, he's got his head straight now. He's not got his head perfect because we saw at Wimbledon there were some problems still there. But he's a lot more better and primarily he's focused on tennis now. That makes him a threat in this tournament. But if a matchup comes up between Nadal and Kyrgios, I would be leaning towards Nadal. My main tip here would be to heavily oppose the favourite. If Medvedev gets to round four, which I think he will, I feel that he can be knocked out by, by Nick Kyrgios. If Kyrgios hasn't got too many sets under his belt going into that matchup. what we don't want is Kyrgios coming through in five sets and five sets and five sets because then I think Medvedev will be able to take him out. But eventually if it isn't Nick Kyrgios i do feel like somebody will take out medvedev medvedev has a very poor record against the top players and uh, whether it be against um, felix al alasim or whether it be against um, stefanos tsipas if he's who awaits for him in the um, in in the semis i do feel in the end That Daniel Medvedev will get taken out here. I really am opposed to him winning this tournament. And for me, that's a weak favourite at the top of the market. Before we move on to breaking down the quarters, and that's where you'll get a lot more player to player breakdown. Let me take a quick time out here to talk about Winbet. If you're thinking of joining Winbet, now is the perfect time. New customers who bet $100 get a $100 free bet. If you're betting baseball, you have to check out Winbet. Their reduced juice in baseball games makes them the best place to bet MLB. Plus, the Winbet Casino is always open 24 hours a day where you can get a 100% deposit bonus up to $100. Win also just released their first QB with 5 TDs prop bets. There's so much to choose from. All you have to do is head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet so they know we sent you. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. Now, this offer is subject to change. Terms and conditions are available at winbet.com. You must be over 21 and present in the state where play through WinBet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Let me also take a second here to let you know about OddsTrader. OddsTrader is a place to compare odds from all major sportsbooks. You can also compare the different sign-up codes and promotions from sportsbooks to get the best deal. The app also provides player statistics, key game stats, injury reports, and projected game data weather for bettors to make the most informed bets possible. It also has a bet tracker so bettors can keep records of all your games and betting activities. So, over at lockbetting.com, I always post out a P&L every single month. And let me tell you something like Odds, Tra- Odds Tracker is essential because over time, Taking a, a 140, if you can find it, over a minus 160 will make a difference. It'll make a significant difference. It'll make a difference at the time. It'll make more of a difference if you keep looking every single, every single time you do it over the course of a week. Over a month, it'll be an even bigger difference. And over a year, it'll make a massive difference to shop around and using a website like Odds Trader. Go to odgetrader.com slash bluewire. Odgetrader, the number one site for all your game day bets. And finally, let me tell you about the free roll football contests. The free roll football contests are here. College football contest has one has $1,500 up for grabs, whilst the NFL contest has $5,000 up for grabs and a two-night stay at Win Las Vegas up for grabs. Sign up exclusively in our Discord. Go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Discord. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Discord. Moving on with these quarter markets, These, for me, are your better way to to bet the futures going into these tournaments. We've got a very, very strong record betting these. And in this particular tournament, it's wide open. I would go as far to say as this is one of the most wide open slams that we've seen in the last five to ten years. Because the big four aren't there. Federer is still out injured, Djokovic isn't allowed to play, I wouldn't consider Murray a part of the big four anymore, it hasn't been for a while. And of course Rafa Nadal is here, but essentially that quartet have been decimated, so it does make for a wide open tournament. We start with quarter one where Daniel Medvedev is the five to six favourite to win it. I think he's gonna have some fierce opposition from Nick Kyrgios. If the seedings go according to to plan, then he'll be playing Felix auger Alassim in the quarterfinal to get through. Even that is a very, very tough matchup. But Felix sent, tends to um tends to struggle in the Grand Slam. He Grand Slams, he does have a mentality problem. So I would be surprised to see Felix in the quarterfinals, but he's available at seven to one to win the quarter. Then we have Pablo Pablo Coreno At 12 to 1, Alex Dimonier at 25 to 1, Karen Kachanoff at 25 to 1, Roberto Batista Agut, 25 to 1, Dominic Team, 50 to 1. This guy won the tournament two years ago. He struggled majorly with injuries. Now he's struggling to get back to his best and he's all the way out at 50 to 1. Jack Draper at 50 to 1 and everybody else is 66 to 1 or bigger. I think when we were looking at the outright markets, I pretty much said. All I needed to say about this quarter of the draw, I think Kyrgios is the man to back here. This will all depend on how many sets that he ends up playing. En route, he already starts against um Kokinakis, which is his doubles partner to start with. So that's that's a tough draw to get right at the beginning, playing your best friend in tennis straight out the bat, straight out the gate. But um, but yeah, I think he'll come through that test. Obviously, it'll be a little bit tough psychologically, but I think he'll come through. And then it just depends on how much tennis he plays in rounds two or three. If he's fresh, I think that Daniel Medvedev is primed to be taken out here and to not win this quarter. So I will be looking to oppose Daniel Medvedev here. And at some books, you can literally do that. If your books offer bet or lay markets where you can bet on the exchanges, then you can simply just lay Medvedev at this price, what lay means, what laying a bet means, is that you're betting against something to happen. So you're not taking Kyrios, you're not taking Felix Allison, you're not taking Kreno Buster or Alex Demanier. You're just essentially saying that you want to oppose Medvedev as the ten to eleven as the ten to eleven favourite to win this quarter, and then you take the whole field. So if Medvedev doesn't win, no matter what the outcome is, if you've laid Medvedev, all you need. Is for Medvedev to fail, even for Medvedev to pull out via injury, for example, or, or retire in one of his matches. It doesn't matter because if Medvedev doesn't win the quarter, and you've laid him as the favourite, you win the bet. That is the definition of of laying the laying on the exchanges. So. If you have access to that, that's what I would recommend. I think that would be a good way to tackle this quarter. So if you want to look into that or you want more information, just hit me up on my Twitter account at LockBetting.com and I'll tell you about the the books that do that do offer that because um, that is an interesting way to bet. And it is a way, it is an option. And in terms of... Um, in terms of gambling, in terms of making a profit, you want as many options as possible to to make money because that's what we're all trying to do here at the end of the day. Moving on to quarter two, this is a very, very tough quarter. A very interesting looking quarter. We have Stefanos Tzisipas here at eleven to four. Taylor Fritz at four to one. Matteo Berrettini at five to one. Casper Ruud at seventeen to two. He has no chance. Um, Andy Murray at fourteen to one. Sebastian Corda. He's an interesting outsider at fourteen to one, and everybody else is twenty to one or bigger. So for me, this is a Taylor Fritz quarter. I think Taylor Taylor Fritz proved himself at Wimbledon, fell short in the end, but I don't think that was down to his play. I felt that was down to his guts, to his stomach, to his mentality. I think he'll be better equipped to handle this one at home. I also like Taylor, Taylor Fritz to reach the quarterfinal. Now, this is a separate bet. You can shop around for it. Here in the UK, I'll be able to find it at bet 365. If you look at what Fritz has to do, if you break down what he has to do to reach the quarterfinal, so not to win the quarter, to win the quarter means to, to reach the semifinal. So it means that you've reached your semifinal. You've won your quarter of the draw. I just like Fritz to, to reach the quarterfinal because in order to do that, his challenges come from um, Stan Wawrinka, Tommy Paul. Casper um, Rudd, who, as I said, is a clay court player. has no chance here. And um, the most significant threat, I think, comes from Sebastian Corda of the USA. So we could have a US-US clash here in order to see who reaches the quarterfinals to potentially face um, Stefanos Tissipas or Matteo Berrettini. And I think Matteo Barrettini is another threat to reach the quarterfinals as well. I think that he could potentially beat... Stefanos Tsitsipas. I also like the look of Maxime Cressy of the USA in this part of the draw as well, but I'm, I'm very happy to oppose Stefanos Tsitsipas. I think Matteo Berrettini could take him out in round four. And I think we could see a Berrettini-Fritz quarterfinal. And uh, I wouldn't like to pick the winner from that. But I do think there's value in terms of taking both Fritz and Berrettini here to win the quarter at 4-1 and 5-1. to one Because they are the big servers here. They do have the game for the US Open and the hard-court surface. And for Taylor-Fritz to reach that quarterfinal at the price of 13-8, to eight, that is far, far too big for me. And I think I will definitely I will be definitely taking a play on the American there to reach the quarterfinals, given the um, given the draw that he's got. I don't see a player that can beat him other than Sebastian Corda, and he himself is available at fourteen to one to win this quarter. Again, another sprinkle could be recommended there, because trust me, if you've got the guy at fourteen to one and the guy at four to one and the guy at five 5- at five to one, if one of those three come through, you will make a profit betting this quarter. So um, that's how I'd be playing this. My strongest lean, though, would be for Taylor Fritz to reach the quarterfinals. Again, that one is available at 13-8 to 8 for quarter two. Before we move on to quarters three and four, let me take a second out here to tell you about Sleeper. Sleeper is the far- is fastest growing fantasy platform today with millions of players. You probably already have a fantasy league on there. It's a game-changing product unlike anything else in the industry. And now you could win on Sleeper by playing their new over-under game. Over-unders integrated into fantasy, the first sports contest game built into the fantasy experience. If you pick correctly, you can win anywhere from two times to 20 times the money you put in. The main reason I'm excited about Over Under on Sleeper is that it's the only app where I can join my buddies' contest and play together. It's got a built-in group chat where I can see and copy my friend's picks with the tap button. It's insanely fun to ride it out together. So stop what you're doing now and download Sleeper and play their new Over Under game. Have fun with your friends and make some money. On your mobile, join our listener group on Sleeper at sleeper.com slash SGP. And Sleeper will automatically match your first deposit up to $100. That's promo code SGP. And again, go to sleeper.com slash SGP and you'll get a $100 match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions do apply. See Sleeper's terms of use for details. And finally, don't forget to check out Run Your Pool. Run Your Pool is the home of competition, bringing sports fans and their social circles together to compete, connect, and make every game matter more. Run Your Pool offers every game type under the sun, from pick'em and survivor to fantasy pools. It's a one-stop shop for sports gaming with customizable features that you don't get anywhere else. We've teamed up with Run Your Pool to host a pool for our official SGPN NFL Survivor Contest. Hop in now to reserve your spot. A $500 cash prize awaits you and a $250 gift, a $250 gift certificate to the SGPN store to the winner. Now, this isn't just some cheap shit with um, SGPN plastered all over it. This is proper, proper stuff. This is good stuff that I wear all the time. I'm always sent this stuff. I'm always asking them to send me more stuff. I love the SGPN merch, so this is a very, very good price to get this $250 gift certificate. Sign up today and play at play.runyourpool.com/sgpn. That's play.runyourpool.com/sgpn. So we move across to quarter three. Quarter three is the half of the draw with Rafa Nadal, though Rafa Nadal's in quarter four. This is a very, very tough quarter, and I can tell you off the bat, I don't have any significant lean at all. Carlos Alcaraz is available at six to four. He's up here with Janik Sinner at seven to two. Herbert Husk is available at seven to one. Borna Korich at seven to one. Marion Chilich at 14 to 1. Dimitrov 18 to 1. Dan Evans 22 to 1. And everybody else is 40 to 1 or bigger. Just because he has the game and the experience. If he feels up to it. He could be a threat. I'm going to throw down a small sprinkle on Chilich here. At best he's got the ideal game to succeed in these conditions. He's capable of producing aces and service winners. Um, He used that serve-for-and combination to huge effect back in 2014. He demolished Federer and Nishikori. And I feel that if we see any traces of that, even at 33 years old, he should be able to be a major threat here in this quarter. He's got Herbert Husk, Alcaraz and Koric all in his quarter, but... Chilich actually owns an 11-0 and head-to-head record against Husk and Coric. He lost recently to Alcaraz, but this is a grand slam. And I haven't seen anything from Carlos Alcaraz yet in grand slams to, to justify the way he's being priced up. So Chilich is the outside pick for me. That's a small, small sprinkle. I think this is the most difficult quarter of the draw to call. Ultimately, I think anybody that gets through this quarter will lose to a fit Rafa Nadal. So despite the fact that he's supposed to be injured, I think if Nadal is even 75% fit, He could be in the final. I see no threat for him here in quarter four. This is a dream draw. It's such a dream draw that you've got Novak Djokovic fans on Twitter already outraged by the fact that Djokovic can't play, claiming it's a fix. I wouldn't go that far. But it really, really is a very, very nice draw here for Rafa Nadal. The main threat here comes from Cam Norrie. Cam Norrie is the second favourite in the market for this quarter. We saw Cam Norrie get to the semi-final at Wimbledon, which means he won his quarter there. But he froze against Novak Djokovic. And you don't want to freeze against Rafa Nadal because even if he's 50%, he finds a way to grind it out as he did against Taylor Fritz. I forgot to actually say the Nadal price. He's the 10 to 11 favourite here to win this quarter. Norris at 5 to 1, Rublev at 8 to 1, Shapovalov at 14 to 1, John Isner at 18 to 1. And everybody else is bigger than 25 to 1. And that does include Francis Tierfa. And I'm only mentioning him because recently he did beat Matteo Barrettini. But I don't think he'll deliver here in the Grand Slam. I think this is a very, very nice draw. We'll wait and see if uh, Rafa Nadal is fit or not. But so far, every time we've speculated on that, Rafa Nadal's come out and been fit. He was fit in Australia. He won it. He was fit in Roland Roland Garros. He ended up winning that as the third favourite behind Alcaraz and Novak Djokovic. So I have no reason to go against him here. I do think he'll be in the final Possibly against Taylor Fritz or, or Nick Kyrgios. Um, I'll be very surprised if Daniel Medvedev gets there. But I think it is certainly worth having a bet on Rafa Nadal to win this tournament at 4-1. to one. I do think it's also worth having a bet on him to reach the final. And my lock for this show is going to be for Rafa Nadal to win quarter four for all of those reasons. I, I just can't go against him. I don't buy into this whole injury thing. And it's not a case of me saying that he's not injured or me saying he's not as injured as the press make out. But he manages to play through these injuries. He manages to manage the injuries. Credit to his his physio team and whatnot. And it was a big shock when he pulled out of Wimbledon, the fact that Nadal couldn't actually play. Um, a lot of people were saying it was because he didn't want to lose to Nick Kyrgios. I think that's that's ridiculous. I think if this guy can can walk and can somehow come out and play, he'll play. I mean, the injury he had was a stomach injury. So I would think that would be more restrictive than than other injuries. But at the end of the day, if Nadal's there and he's decided that he's fit enough to play the tournament, it doesn't bother me in terms of how much tennis he's played or anything coming in, he's definitely worth the bet. So we're going to lock up Nadal. As I said, there was plenty more stuff that I liked here on the show. You can find all of my official picks as usual over at lockbetting.com. As for other content from me this week, there is midweek action in Serie A and the EPL. So you can expect the usual shows, the EPL show. Um, Scamessa Italia and Bet MEFC. Because I don't want it to get too far back, I am going to post my reaction to the Champions League draw over on my lock betting podcast feed. That's a free feed. That's where I'm doing the Bundesliga show this year and where I'll be covering the NFL. So you can get my immediate reaction to the Champions League. And later on down the line, I will be dropping a future show on the Soccer Gambling podcast. But until then, that's it for me. Good luck with all your bets as always. And thanks for listening.